Welcome to the Educational Leadership Moment, where you'll gain valuable insights on research-based and experientially learned educational leadership principles and best practices that promote student success. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your host. With my extensive experience as a classroom teacher, school administrator, and central office staff member, I'm dedicated to sharing effective strategies to ensure student achievement. So, grab your favorite beverage, a pen or a pencil, and a notepad, and get ready to take notes. And if you find this moment valuable, and I am confident that you will, please like, subscribe, and share with your colleagues, friends, and family. Thank you for joining me on the Educational Leadership Moment. Now, get ready to take your educational leadership to the next level. And remember, when students are led well, they learn well. While accountability is an essential component of education, many teachers believe that excessive testing can limit their creativity and prevent them from adapting their teaching methods to meet the needs of individual students. As such, we must reduce unnecessary testing and allow teachers more flexibility in their teaching strategies to promote creativity and adaptability. Now, before I go any further, let me state that I believe in and support accountability for the record. Why? Because we have to know if students have mastered the state standards. Our expectation is that students will make one year's growth when they are in school for the year. That's a reasonable expectation. But how do we determine if that expectation is met? Well, it's through our accountability system. And that means testing. However, I understand why my teachers felt pressure concerning the high-stakes testing. I remember my first year as the assistant principal for Magnet Curriculum. Over the course of the year, our focus was on improving student outcomes. Now, my teachers worked extra hours tutoring and preparing students. So when the testing time arrived, we were confident our students were ready. But unfortunately, our student results did not align with our expectation. Well, after grieving for several days, because we had worked so hard and we were so disappointed. And we knew our students were disappointed. So we did have to go through a grieving process. 
Once we did that, we came back together and we conducted a deep dive into our data. Now, as we reflected on the data, we noticed that there were groups of students that were the outliers. You see, these students had performed well on their state assessment. So looking at the students, we then looked at who were their teachers. And what we noticed was that several teachers, in doing our deep dive and in having conversations with those teachers, made a choice to do a different approach to teaching their students. You see, the students whose teachers focused on just teaching the state standards, they outperformed other students. So what did these teachers do? Well, they shifted the focus back to learning instead of testing. As a result, the joy of learning returned and student outcomes improved. So one of the primary concerns about high-stakes testing is that it places an undue amount of pressure on students and teachers alike. With so much emphasis placed on test scores, students and teachers may feel overwhelmed and stressed, leading to negative consequences such as decreased motivation, anxiety, and even burnout. According to the survey, educators feeling stressed, anxious, overwhelmed, and capable by Diane Schaffhauser, which was published in the journal.com, 74% of teachers said they feel somewhat or extremely overwhelmed by test. Furthermore, high-stakes testing can limit the curriculum to what is tested, which causes us to narrow the educational experience and leave out valuable subjects and skills. Additionally, high-stakes testing can limit a teacher's creativity and adaptability. Teachers may feel pressured to teach to the test instead of creating engaging and meaningful lesson plans catering to their students' needs. So, I know you're wondering, what happens when we do this? Well, what happens is that this can lead to a one-size-fits-all approach that doesn't account for students' unique learning styles, abilities, and interests. It may also prevent teachers from utilizing innovative teaching strategies that could better serve our students. Therefore, we must reduce unnecessary testing and give teachers more flexible teaching strategies to address these issues. Let me give you an example. 
Instead of relying solely on standardized tests, teachers can use formative assessments, which are more frequent, low-stakes assessments that provide ongoing feedback to teachers and students. This could be district finals. It may be your district assessments, but they're low stakes because they're really used to help teachers make adjustments to their teaching practices. So this will allow teachers to adjust their teaching methods as they go, adapting to individual students' needs and ensuring students are on track to achieve their goals. Also, teachers should be free to incorporate various subjects and skills into their curriculum, promoting creativity, critical thinking, and problem solving. So teachers should also be encouraged to utilize innovative teaching strategies like project-based learning, flipped classrooms, and experiential learning to engage students and provide a more dynamic learning environment. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, The function of education is to teach one to think intensively and to think critically. Intelligence plus character, that is the goal of true education. So high-stakes testing is a challenge that teachers face in the education system. While accountability is necessary, excessive testing, well, that can limit creativity and adaptability in the classroom. Therefore, we must reduce unnecessary testing and give teachers more flexibility in their teaching strategies, allowing them to create engaging and meaningful lesson plans that cater to individual students' needs. Ultimately, this approach will help promote a more dynamic and effective educational experience for our students. Thank you for tuning in to this Educational Leadership Moment. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to my moments on your favorite platform to receive notifications when we release new moments. Also, don't forget to check out our past moments, which are available or free on all major platforms. In these timeless episodes, we cover a range of topics related to educational leadership that are just as relevant today as when they were first released. To learn more about improving student success, please visit my website at kimdmore.com. There are resources and information for you your team, and your organization. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your educational leadership guide, and I believe that when students are led well, they learn well. Have a blessed day.